We are your gaming and geek culture podcast. This is episode 102. As always, my name is Ryan, and I'm joined by Andy. Hey. And Biff. What's going on, guys? Back. Three-piece once again. Just in time for E3 week. Works out well. We made some predictions last time. I don't think any of them came true. (laughs) Uh, What else has been going on? Nothing. No. <laughs> no. Nothing. We're all we've all pre-ordered the Xbox fridge that is coming. We're all gonna get that. Oh gosh. Right? I do have to say one thing that I am really excited about that was announced E3 a little early. You know, I think what is it? Nintendo typically gets gets the end of the show. Those kind of the three bigs. Yeah. Uh Xbox and so on. One thing that I am ecstatic about is Arcade 1-Up announced the Simpsons cab. It's about dang time. I'm so excited about that. That is definitely going to be a buy day one. That's one that I've been wanting for so long, and it is time. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, that's a good one. I wish they would have announced the other game that's coming with it, though. It's weird that they didn't. Like, it will come with a second game to be announced. Yeah, I'm wondering what they would even pair it with so it has a trackball on it doesn't it does it i didn't see that i didn't see the trackball oh because then it's simpsons bowling yeah that's what i that's what i thought because i thought i saw a trackball on the thing but maybe not well that could be then that would be awesome i wish it wasn't 500 bucks also not excited about that no but yeah that's gonna be a good one to get that's that's a great game great four-player game it's just amazing, you know, Arcade One Up. We've talked about them a lot on the show, and they're putting out good stuff, a lot of good stuff, and kind of going big. And the prices, though, you know, it, it's slowly creeping up a little more expensive, a little more expensive. Those special edition ones, light up marquees. You could find maybe a used cab someday somewhere like an actual full-size one for getting close to those prices yeah um, well, that's the thing too is like this one's also got the online leaderboard integration into it just like nba jam so it's like man at that point like just start having an online games network even if you're going to charge me 25 dollars for the rom like just sell me because i would i would buy nba jam i would buy the x-men games i would buy you know the i, I could buy a lot of stuff like and have it on one cabinet instead of having to keep rebuying these things. Cause realistically you'd think most, they're kind of like pushing themselves out of a certain part of the market because not everybody wants 20 of these, right? Not everybody right. has space for that. Right. So that's what kind of irritates me a little bit at this point in the game with them doing that. But right. the, the margins have to be incredible on those things for like what they, you know, yeah. if a retailer, or if a retailer can like fire sell them off for like a 25% of what they're asking, like, yeah, That's they, they got to make good, they got to make good money on that. So I'm sure they want you to buy every cabinet that they make. But I would if they were so much cheaper. Mm-hmm. If we were getting those like fifty dollar Walmart adventures all day. I would pick those up. But 
If you guys notice, I, like in Walmart's now, they're getting the new ones in. It's like, I don't know if there's a deluxe edition or whatever they're called, but it's got like, it, I've seen the Ms. Pac-Man one all over. It's just got like a different box and like, I think maybe a light up marquee and then a faux coin slot on the door or yeah. like the front of it. Does it it's come like, with a stool as well? No, but it comes okay. with more ROMs, but it's just like, God, is that really better? I don't, because the price is a lot more. I, I yeah. don't know yeah. that it's enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's amazing what they're putting out. You know, uh, they talk about pinball tables. They talk about even their coffee table game board thing that's online integrated and you can play ticket to ride with somebody somewhere on essentially a TV laid down, <laughs> you know, with with the Raspberry Pi to it or whatever. It's just I think when Arcade One Up first came out, we're like, ah, I don't think they're gonna make it. I don't think they're they're gonna do that well. But they've they've surprised me for sure and putting out some good things. So definitely excited. To see Simpsons, Simpsons bowling with that that'd be stinking sweet. Yeah, they I'm not a big definitely fan of Simpsons bowling. What's that? I said I'm not a huge fan of Simpsons bowling. It's fine, but shut up. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I mean, it's a bowling game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It's just like any bowling game, but it's no Capcom bowling. I mean, that's perfection. <laughs> but. but they're really crossing off the one, the, you know, the go to's, right? Like, there's not many left right. that are like, oh, yeah, obviously that's a good one. Maybe yeah, like, here's where they go next. Maybe some, some of the Sega stuff, some later Sega stuff would be cool, but I yeah. don't know if they'll ever get that. It'd be nice if they'd partner with Neo Geo and like, then they would put out like a somewhat quality product that had the Neo Geo name on it. Cause I, I guess I haven't had hands on with that new Neo Geo arcade one up ish thing, but I imagine mm. it's not as good a quality based on the stuff I've bought in the post or in the recent years of Neo Geo, I guess. Yeah. Well, it seems like SNK will do anything. So Yeah. That's true. So I guess the big E3 thing then is probably, at least the the thing that I'm guessing most of us care most about is what Nintendo had to do with their direct. Did everyone catch that then? Yeah. Yep. I mean, you can hear the excitement in our voices. <laughs> yeah. It's a pee your pants. Good time. I was expecting more. I was expecting better. Saw a whole bunch of dates I didn't like. Saw a whole bunch of games I didn't care about. That's what the direct did to me. What I'm really curious about is how does the character being on screen make a WarioWare game better? It just looked like a worse version of the mini games, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's kind of that's kind of true. The, the thing with like WarioWare games is like you jump into a mini game and you don't quite know how it works immediately. And that's part of the fun, right? Right. Like to yeah. figure out like what the control is, like what am I supposed to do in this mini game in like 10 seconds? Where this is just like, I just got to find Wario and I got to control him to do something, right? So mm -hmm. you're already missing half of that. But I don't know, like it, look, it looked kind of cool that you had multiple characters with multiple abilities in the same game. Right. So it'd be kind of cool. I don't know. Going through 
trying to figure out the best way to get through them. I don't know. I did. I guess I did like the two player option. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be fine and fun, but like two player WarioWare just seems like a really good way to like get punched in the head. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Cause that's a very frustrating game as is. And if I got somebody next to me, you can screw me over or screw me up. Not going to be great. It's going to yeah. be like snipper clips, rage inducing levels of frustration. I still haven't played that game. Oh, we, you get to a point and there's just people can't communicate well and things break down. Like we've, mm. everyone who's played it in this house has just walked away at some point. Is it more, more than overcooked? No, it's, I mean, it's better. Pretty similar it, as far as like uh, rage levels. I think the rage level is the more end. that, like you said, you can't communicate like what the other person should be doing very well. Like what shape right. they should be making or, you know, how they should turn. Yeah. Whereas it's like, like old twist. Like, no, no opposite. Way. No, the other, no up. And it's just like, yeah. Yeah. We're overcooked is just like, go get the tomatoes, you know? Yeah. Cut and like having, having to explain to someone the shape you need them to cut and having them execute it is very frustrating when that becomes precision. But yeah, that's a good game though. You should buy that. You haven't played it yet. Should. Mm-hmm. If. I've passed it up. I don't know. How many times at Best Buy? Grab it. Yeah, I so like the indie stuff, nothing really jumped out at me in the E3 thing for Nintendo. I mean, I saw a lot of stuff there that I knew uh, lots of people would get excited about, but not not a lot of that indie stuff or like non first party stuff was my thing, I guess. Um, Like I did laugh out loud when they're like, Tony Hawk one and two coming to this. I'm like, this has been out for a year. Like just why? Why why are Classic. you showing this off? Uh just like the guy says at uh at GameStop, super rare game. There's two in one. You, you better pick it up now. Yeah. yeah. Find it everywhere. That guy. Yeah. And then I thought the complete lack of Metroid Prime 4 was pretty telling at how far off base that game must have mm. been for them to scrap it a year ago and still have nothing to show. You know, the, the announcement of Metroid Dread, Dread, right? Which looks um, awesome. Yeah, I mean, it does look good. It just wasn't what I was anticipating. Not what the fans were expecting. Right. It looks like something that they probably initially started as a new 3DS game. And then they're like, oh, that thing is dead. We gotta do it on the Switch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks it looks good. I'm excited for it. The suit design, the colors are hard for me to get used to because I'm so used to the traditional, but mm. I mean, that's just a minor cosmetic thing. They, I like the they idea spent of, like, a lot a of time on the sort robots of that are chasing you around. They spent a lot of time promoting those. Yeah. But well, they get their own amiibo. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's the thing. You no, know, I mean like that was the thing with fusion is, was the dark suit was scary as hell in that game to, you know, be right. out of the way from. And this, I feel like, takes another step farther than that because it's they're chasing you and you're always mm-hmm. going to be on your toes, it seems like. Yeah, yeah I'm excited I, about that one. I think that one's going to sell well. I mean, it's definitely a good stopgap and like probably the only real piece of Metroid appreciation we'll get from Nintendo being it's the 35th anniversary of Metroid as well. Um, I really would have loved, even if they just showed like, 30 seconds in a logo though. I would have loved to have seen something from prime. Just yeah. anything at all. Well, I, but I think you make a good point that it must be 
pretty bad if they have not shown yeah really well, they, anything they killed well, it assuming, at one point right i think yeah they restarted it right so that's the thing is like they essentially restarted it about a year ago and then covid started so i'm guessing it probably is you know that probably hampered most of that first year because they had other stuff to focus on so yeah do you think it would come out on a switch though at this point being yeah. four or five years would they still do that or is it gonna be no the it'll next come thing? out and Nintendo has like Metroid gets the Kirby treatment a lot where they'll drop them at the end of a console life, uh, like the last one on 3ds. Yeah. So I think it'll happen, but maybe the, maybe, you know, if the pro does come out, which they didn't mention, that was the big, everyone said it's getting announced. It's happening. I guess there's still time, but it seems unlikely. Um, maybe they'll do like an enhanced version. You know, it'll be backwards compatible too. Yeah. I don't know. I, I heard from some, journalist or whatever was talking about how he knew from a source that the metroid prime trilogy they already ported it they're just sitting on it oh it's already done they're just waiting for i suppose prime 4 to get farther along where they can dump that out to hype it up i don't know why not do that this year then too you know what i mean yeah but you know dread was like 2005 2006 when they first announced that thing Really? And they killed it off a few times. So, oh, I didn't even know every, that. Yeah, everybody assumed it just wasn't a thing anymore. But, and it probably wasn't. It was probably these, it's the team that did the, the 3DS one that's making this one. Right. So they did the 3DS one and they're like, hey, how about you do that one that we wanted to do, but we can't figure out how to do? Well, aesthetically, we scrapped the files. I can't yeah. find them. <laughs> aesthetically and like gameplay wise it it did like immediately remind me of that 3ds one so yeah makes sense i i am impressed though with this one at least they were they let you know that they weren't forgetting some of their lesser known stuff like warioware right doesn't always get the thing i mean and like advanced wars was a huge surprise i don't think i'm getting that game i think it's a bad idea because the graphics in the original are just fine. They, I mean, there's nothing that, right. that, that reboot really brings that's new or looks at any that much better, I guess. But, and that's $60 game. <laughs> like, yeah. That was a cool one too. But I was like, is, I don't know that that appeals to me. Well, so what, explain to me what was up with that Mario one. So is it like the best of the best or it was just, they're bringing, maps from one of the n64 games over and then a hundred of the best mini games yeah it's like a hundred mini games from a collection i guess of you know of all of them because they did say that they you could play some of them with without motion controls so i'm guessing okay they're taking some wii ones with or something i don't know they did touch on that didn't they and then i love how they're like and as an added bonus you can play them all online with other people. I'm like, dumbasses. You should have been. That's that's a standard. Everybody else has been yeah. doing that for 12 years. Don't don't like, oh, look at us. We figured like, shut up. Of course, you should have done that. You should have done that three iterations ago. Yep. Ah, freaking Nintendo. What? But can you imagine just like uh, just like random matching for a Mario Party game? That <laughs> just. I don't think, I think that, I'm kind of intrigued uh, at that point, really. Think, that might yeah. make that might get me to buy one finally. Yeah, but somebody just like ducks out on 
on turn number 34, you know? Oh, for right. sure. Yeah, they're definitely going to do that. Because those matches are long, right? Like, you'll be there for like an hour sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that being a problem. The mini games, though, at least you could jump in and jump out, assuming, you know, mm-hmm. that'd be pretty easy. Yeah. And I was uh, not Nintendo, but I was excited about the Monkey Ball collection. You know, because Sega's been talking about how, like, hey, we got all these franchises we just let die. It's like, yeah, Monkey Ball was a great one. I, I would have been more excited because I thought they were going to tease a new Monkey Ball. And maybe that's what they're going to get. But they're like, what did they say? It was like the 20th or anniversary or something of Monkey Ball. I don't yeah. know what the anniversary was that they were teasing. And then it was confusing to me, too, because then they teased like a screenshot and a snippet of like every release in the Monkey Ball franchise. Then they're but like, and here's this new thing. And it's a collection of just three games. Right. Like, oh, and, okay. And deluxe is that just that's just like added ones, aren't they? I don't right. know. Yeah. So I think it's just a better version of I think it's the one that was on Xbox where mm-hmm. it's both games plus bonus stuff. So you're really only getting two and a third new games, but I don't know. Either way, I'm excited. I mean, those original games are classic. What was um, the last one they, original one that they made? It was that the banana B1? blitz or whatever that they ported over to Switch last year, I think. But that was a Wii game, um, right? Yeah, it was a Wii yeah. game, yep. And that one was good, but it was never as good. Um, but those first two are amazing. It would have been cool if they'd have thrown Monkey Ball Adventure in there, just for, sh- for shits and giggles, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's the same generation, so you'd imagine the engine would have handled it. But yeah, I don't know. And this is cool. just classic Nintendo Direct, where they make these announcements and they're kind of confusing where you're like, is this a new game? Is this not a new game? Is this, what is this? And then those moments that you get really excited, like, I can't believe they're bringing this to the switch. And then they're like new smash character. Like they just throw you off so many times that you're like, is this a game or are they announcing another smash character? I don't understand what's happening. I think the way that they, that they, um, announce some of that stuff it just drives me nuts like the monkey ball it could be a smash character though you never know yeah. jumping in there yeah that uh i mean i don't want to be a negative nancy you know i mean to like poop on smash but like i've really hated probably three quarters of the dlc characters so far or maybe not hated is not the right word i don't give a shit about three quarters of those franchises and this is yet another one i get that tekken's a big in i get that a lot of people are gonna be excited to me, this might as well just be another Fire Emblem character. Like, that's how excited I am about this. Like, I just. Okay. Who's left? Who do you want to see on Smash? I mean, there's there's lots of good options, even within Nintendo, that they've just never touched on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't well, even, even I don't even I hate to project because I, I just don't want to get my hopes up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if they're bringing back like WarioWare and advanced wars but i don't think either of those have any representation in smash right i mean wario's in in there i guess yeah Yeah. that's i guess he has that there's probably i think there's advanced war like stickers or trophies or assist whatever they are i i gotta i gotta think yeah i don't know i mean i'd still like to see master chief i get it he's got a gun that's weird but you already had to work with microsoft to some extent that's true a fire gun i'm pretty well i'm pretty excited about that the rabbits one the rabbits thing i yeah. didn't see that coming i still have not played the first one yeah. i own it it's really good yeah if you like tactics 
you know, that type of style game. I do. I'll have to give it a shot. Yeah. That, and that one's coming out this year, right? Like around October. Again, uh, right? Next year, I think. Next year. Okay. That next year. Yeah. Cause that was the big thing with like everything they did announce with the release date. It was like fall this year. So your wallets are going to be hurting around October, November. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. I was, there wasn't really a big exciting available right now announcement like they've been doing lately either. I mean, there was a game that like it's, it dropped today, but it was, I don't even know what it was. I didn't care. Um, I, I, I guess we might as well talk about the big one. Um, the Zelda stuff. Um, we can probably not worry about Skyward Sword. Uh, we can touch on the fact that there's a game and watch uh, for the 35th anniversary. It makes perfect sense being the manufactured, uh, the one last year for Mario. You've already got the, uh, the dies ready to go. Just change the color and slap <laughs> the thing together. This selection of games is excellent though. Um, one, Two, everyone's favorite, and then uh, <laughs> Link. Uh, what is it? Uh, I really Link's bit Awakening. my tongue on that one. <laughs> yeah, but then the teaser for Breath of the Wild two. I mean, that looked pretty good. It looked good. Looked a little confusing. Well, not confusing. There was one part that when Link is this liquid. That's that a new power through something. Yeah. You can tell. I just don't like it. it, it I think that made me uncomfortable. No, I think that's going to work out well. Cause it's like, it's all the verticality. So I'm guessing that's how you're going to teleport. Like you're going to like pinpoint it on the map and like stand under stuff. And you're like, zoom up. Hmm. See the part I liked about breath of wild is like, you could do all the tools and all the climbing wherever you wanted. There was no like yeah. limitations where I feel like that power is like, we'll let you do that power right here. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you you didn't see the part where like that only works if you have um, no metallic armor, shields, or weapons out, and if it's not <laughs> raining. Uh, so yeah, that that was the part they didn't show you. Yeah. If it was raining, right. you would drip back down to earth, and it wouldn't work. You have to sit there and eat an apple for forty five minutes until it stopped. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, if the rain I think the tone here. of uh, the tone of the game is different than what I was anticipating. Very dark, yeah. You know, when um, when the first trailers came out, they were kind of traversing through this underworld, glow-in-the-dark stuff. And so I felt like the game was leaning more towards that tone, more of a dungeon kind of setup. And so when you see this overworld and this whole, you know, high rule you know, everything that we saw in breath of the wild, I was, I was very surprised that it's, yeah. you know, they're taking both kind of this underworld and the normal world that we're used to. And so that, that's kind of interesting. Um, I think there's definitely going to be some more, um, you know, flight of some sort, especially with, um, Hyrule castle being elevated and the end of the, the trailer and my guess is you're going to be using revolvey a lot on uh mm. what is it revolving um revaldi's gale yeah revaldi's gale yeah Revolve i'm excited about that next too yeah you know what yeah. <laughs> i call I, them how i see them no i think like yeah i was thinking it'd be more like subterranean stuff but what i'm hoping though is that some of these floating segments um those become the dungeons, right? Like getting to it is part of the challenge, but then like it's a self-contained 
like gauntlet. You know, I don't know. And there's that yeah. one underground clip where he got attacked. So I'm hoping there's more subterranean elements. Cause if you're going to the trouble of like manipulating the engine in the world to have like above ground stuff, I hope they've added some interesting caves and things to explore now that chunks have left. Right. Like that should open up a subterranean world also in my mind, but yeah, it's tough to say. I am excited about it, but I can't wait till 2022. Yeah. I really wanted to see it this year, this fall. <clears throat> Hopefully it's so, first quarter. That's, tough. that's been the alleged rumors is first quarter, but mm. who knows? It could get pushed. Do you like the haircut? No, I, I was just going to say he looked a little weird for me. I wasn't a fan. <laughs> also that opening scene, like of him falling through the sky really looked like a clip out of um, mortals Phoenix rising. Like I almost oh. thought I was looking at a different game for a second. It was very strange. But yeah, uh, I wanted either Metroid Prime 4, Breath of the Wild 2, or Bayonetta 3 to release this year, and didn't even talk about Bayonetta 3. So they're just sweeping I, that one under the rug. Know, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if any of those came out next year, even. I could see Zelda do? even you going all the way another year. Console cycles oh last five gosh. years, five, six years anymore. You can't put a game out seven years into a handheld's life cycle can you well i mean breath of the wild was pretty much that yeah but they use it as a launch title for their newest system so yeah because i think they pushed it a whole year to do that right yeah well it was pushed several times but yeah that last push was a year yeah yeah i don't know i mean i i don't want to be cynical like i think this turned out better than i had anticipated but it also still managed to Make me sad in a lot of ways. Yeah. So that's typical, right? That's what directs are for. At least it wasn't all ports. That's true. There was only one Wii U port. So which one was that? The Fatal Frame one, which actually never came over here. So, right. That looked good. I do want to play that. Not me. Did you guys catch any of the, um, anything from Sony and Xbox so far. Like I've, I've been, so for anyone listening, I just got back home today. I've been on vacation for like 10 days now. Um, so I missed pretty much all of that stuff, but I heard there was some good game pass things and yeah, they, they, uh, they showed Starfield, which is like, you know, Bethesda's next big one. Um, but it was just a kind of a trailer. So that one could be years off too. Who knows? Sure. Um, but, that is only coming to Xbox. It seems like all the Bethesda stuff is going to be Xbox exclusive. They'd be stupid not to, right? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> people that love those games, love those games are going to follow them. You know, it's going to be PC or Xbox now. Yeah. And let's be realistic too. Is like most of the people who are hardcore into Bethesda games probably opted for PC versions when they could. So anyway, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It just seemed like, I mean, the Forza, they announced Forza Horizon 5, which was kind of surprising that they just came up with that a few years ago. Now it's just like mm-hmm. that again. Um, but man, that that almost has like that flight simulator look to it where it's like almost, you know, it's too photo- realistic. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. really nice looking. Um, so I'm kind of ha- I'm, I'm really excited for that one because I, I love four. It's only going to get better if it looks nicer, but yeah, um, for sure. 
other than that, I mean, Halo was okay, but I don't know. Oh, so there was a new trailer for that? Yeah. Uh, was it a big leap or does it look kind of still unimpressive? It, I mean, it was a story trailer. So they were talking about Cortana and all that stuff. So nothing. Release really, date? Uh, I think they said holiday. So not. Okay. It didn't say 2021. Okay. I would think holiday means 2021, but. <laughs> this little asterisk. It's New like Year's Day is technically yeah, holiday, yeah. right? So my like, could be Happy Easter. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, just a lot of you know solid titles for uh, Game Pass, I guess. Um, okay. And I guess that's really put me over the edge that it was like, okay, they're going all in on Game Pass. They're going to do this for a long time. So I saw a Series X come up for sale, and I bought one. What? Nice. Where'd you find one? Uh, I have one coming in on Best Buy a Saturday to pick up. So I'll uh, swing over there and <laughs> pick it up for me. Use your name. <laughs> I I haven't seen haven't seen one yet. Well, good for you. Yeah, I just you know it wasn't any game that was like okay, I, this is I need. I'm finally ready to go. It's just like this is you know they're just so much into Game Pass. It's like. Well, you might as well get the newest thing to make them look the nicest right now, I guess. I don't know. You got the digital one you or disc? Uh, the disc one. Okay. Yep. Should have just gone PC Master Race and upgraded your gaming rig. Yeah, I know. But you don't get all the Xbox games, though. Most no, of them. No, you don't. Yeah, you get, there's a lot of the disparity between the console and the PC library yeah. is a little disappointing. Yeah. Sometimes. It is kind of weird. I mean, obviously, most of the games on the Xbox side are on PC. They're just not on the PC Game Pass side. Right. Yeah, all the first party stuff now and the Bethesda and all that is. But I haven't bothered to install the EA. You have to do an EA launcher if you're going to play those games on the PC. And I'm like, ah. Oh, yeah. I don't need to install. Another. Eventually, I should do it, though, because I want to play that new Star Wars game. But I haven't yeah, done it. That one's good. Well, that's pretty exciting and exciting that you finally jumped into the console race. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure just, it's going to make all your Xbox one games look really good. Yeah. I mean, I'm, it's not, it doesn't have the same feeling as like getting the new console. Cause I just feel like it's like you said, it's like, I feel like I just bought a new video card. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. It's like getting a newer TV. You're, you just went from like a 1080p smart TV to a 4k yeah. TV, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. This is. I swear it's different. Look at the resolution. I couldn't <laughs> yeah. see that gazelle in the distance of Blue Planet before, but yep. now he pops in 4K. Well, you'll be future-proofed then for a while, so. Yeah, until they announce the, the Pro like a year after. Yeah. The next, the Series Z. <laughs> My guess is they'll probably just at some point scrap the S and then just remodel yours in a thinner form factor and go with that for a couple of years before they do anything weird. Yeah. Maybe more memory. Cause I mean, that was the beginning of the 360 era, right? It was like new bundle, more storage, like every yeah. six months. So. Well, that's cool. How about from the Sony camp? Anybody heard anything? I think they just had a horizon trailer and that was all they did the whole time. Huh? Which is also coming to PS4. So. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to play that there if I want to play it. Yeah. To be honest, like I've been thinking about this a lot lately, especially with this E3 is like, 
don't know if it's just because I'm at that point where I don't have that much time to play games anymore. My kids don't gravitate towards the other stuff, but it's just like, I find myself as the last couple of years really just not caring at all about what's coming out on PlayStation and Xbox. And I'm really only paying attention to and getting genuinely excited for stuff. That's like first party Nintendo. Yeah. Cause I know my kids are going to, you know, it's like watching your kids open stuff at Christmas. It's like, I get to at least enjoy that through them. Even if it's not something I'm great, you know, super into. So I don't know. It's, it's just a weird position I found myself in. Yeah. I, even I'm with cr- game pass, it's just like what my kid watched on YouTube. He's like, can we download that game? I'm like, sure. Like, why not? <laughs> He's been yeah. begging me to download Grounded for like three weeks now. But I'm like, no, we're going on vacation. As soon as we get back today, can you download Grounded? And I'm like, cool the jets there, buddy. Like, we've been home for two hours. So I have to report back and see what that game's like now. Because, <clears> man, <throat> I did. I played that when it first launched or whatever. And it was seemed really bare bones. That's what uh, my boss said too. Like they, him and his son got it installed right away and they just kind of like felt like they ran out of stuff to do pretty quick. Yeah. 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 I I don't know. I was going to talk about game pass. My son in the same boat wants to download all these games. And this past weekend, Guacamelee 2 was one that he wanted to play. I was like, all right, I'm looking for a game that I want to jump into. It's been a while since I've kind of experienced a longer game than just, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes here. And so we jumped in this one co-op. He and I made this pact that we're not going to play unless we're playing together. And I'm so upset that I made that pact because this game is so hard with two people, especially just with all of the platforming that you have to do. And if you're the second player and you are ahead of first player, the camera isn't moving any further. And so there's moments that I have to be so far ahead in order for him to catch up. And at that point I'm just skipping screens. So he jumps to the next screen with me. Yeah. But, uh, um, my wife came down on Sunday and she's like, all right, you boys need to shut it off right now. And I was like, why what's going on and she's like you guys are screaming at each other and we <laughs> we didn't even realize that we're yelling at each other and um yeah it, it wasn't good that game was frustrating the heck out of me so that game's hard yeah. one player it is there's yeah. a lot of like one screen rooms where like you can't screw up and you can't stop so i could see like having to i played um i played a good amount of the first one share play with Justin. Um, Cause I think PlayStation network, a bunch of stuff was down one night. So we we're just looking for something we could share play. And we did that. And yeah, even with like two adults, it was super frustrating. It's just a yeah. lot of precise movement, you know, great yeah. games though. Oh, it, it's tremendous. But you just think of when you're doing platformers, just how much it's progressed from the NES, you know, NES, it's a one button jump you know, some of the combos, but just how platformers have progressed to this like pixel perfect, like 
perfection that you have to put together. Mm-hmm. And the combos on a controller are so much more where, you know, it's just not one or two. It's, oh, now you headbutt and to headbutt, you press up and this button. And to yeah. do this, it's this button, this button, this button. And it gets to the point for someone like me that I can't remember what buttons I'm supposed to be pushing. So I'm pushing them all at once. And my son is just finesse. You know, he's got that memory where it's, oh, yeah, this is how you do this. We got to switch into the chicken. We got to, you know, it's just. Yeah. I don't know. I, I will say that's probably the They're one tough. fault in those games. Like you pointed out is like you learn all those combos and like that training facility thing. And then it's like, now go out on your mission. And then like you run 15, 20 minutes later into the scenario where you need to use an exact move. And I'm with you. Like, I just like, I, I don't remember that combo. Like I yeah. know I was shown that combo and it's unlocked, but in the heat yeah. of the moment yeah. when you're trying to do all the precision platforming plus remember all that stuff. Yeah, yep. it asks a lot of you as a player. That's for sure. I think it does. I think like Ori and the blind, or, you know, the Ori games yeah. were similar, but I feel like they gave you, they layered it on uh, a, a lot between new powers where you, you know, taught yourself, okay, you you got the muscle memory down where Guacamelee, like you said, is just like here, here, here. And they just like, you got to do all the hard stuff. And then, oh, we added one more thing to it. And yeah. 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 And Ori, though, it, I think there's enough space in that game that you can stop, think about what's happening, yeah. think about what you do. Yeah. Guacamelee, you have no time. It, it's you jumped into this room and everything's moving, especially in Guacamelee, too. You have the uh, like wind directions that you have to mm-hmm. play and all of that stuff. And, you just don't have time to think. And so playing it as two players, I don't have time to go back to you. And so he's like, why are you jumping ahead of me? And I'm like, I'm trying just to get through this. And so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the game was taken away from us for the day. Yeah, I can I'd- just remember some of the sections in that first one where it was like, you had to use the dash, but in order to use the dash, you had to do like a combo punch and then you could like uppercut dash up. So like I was oh, in a room yeah, yeah. where like there's an invisible platform that like fades in and out or like something. So I had like nail every attack so I could fall under and then like come back up. And I just, I have bell broke a controller on that. I mean, that is, yeah. That, you the, die that's a good. lot. Yes. hundred percent. Die a lot. I, I would, I don't it's, know. It's a cross between are. super meat boy and Metroid essentially is kind of how they structure yeah. those games. Yeah. Probably on a more intense level. So I think we're about 50% through. <clears throat> Probably and, leave it that way. Oh, I don't know if I can go back into it. Yeah. That one, uh, that one's going to break up the family. <laughs> I was going to see what their next, what their game, last game was. <laughs> Nobody saves the world. Apparently. Is this here? Hmm. Yeah, Guacamelee was 2018. Oof. It's been a while. Speaking of breaking up the family, some exciting news on, on the podcast front. When You're we, getting a uh, divorce? We lamented the, the <laughs> demise of, of the Beast cast a few episodes ago. And then last week, you know, Vinny, Brad, and Alex announced Next Lander, which 
I really dislike that name a lot. Um, <laughs> but aside from that, it's those guys doing their own thing. So yeah, and it's exciting. Shit, you can make a lot of money doing that. Apparently, yeah, they're already like over eleven. I haven't looked in a few days, but they're over eleven thousand Patreon followers. Uh, their Patreon tiers start at five dollars, then go to ten and twenty. So if you do the basic math, assuming everyone only gave five bucks, they're doing well. <laughs> and that's before sponsorships. Yeah. Um, also, it's great to see. Um, I'm a little torn though because it's like now with what. Bombcast is doing it's like they brought Danny O'Dwyer in finally officially and it's yeah. like this is awesome you're bringing in people I love and then half the other people I love are doing something different gone, like I want yeah. you guys all to just like kumbaya and I mean I'm gonna support them both but I don't know yeah it's huh I wonder what kind of stress they're under because I wonder if they just thought like hey we could do this thing it would support our lives and we can just kind of casually I mean, it's still do it as a job, but like do it right. at your own pace. But now when now you're making in that thing, that kind of money, it's like, yes. oh shit, now we need to <laughs> like, does that, right. it I, doesn't I, seem like they were overly prepared for the launch. I mean, like, I think they thought they were going to launch this and like slowly figure it out. And now it's like, oh shit. Yeah. Like to your point, like we got to get stuff out. Yeah. And it seems like they're very much going with the format of at least so far like what Beastcast was and like Bombcast is like we're going to do a podcast but then we're going to do a lot of these like quick looks and like casual less yeah. structured content so I'm curious to see if they'll get into something that is truly different than what they were doing before or if this is just they wanted to continue in that direction and ultimately Bombcast is going to shift away from that because we haven't seen that yet but yeah so their Patreon is <clears throat> A little bit smaller than ours, right? Just a tiny bit. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Fifty-five grand a but month. The, but they did. They got there quicker than we did. So. Oh yeah, we had a grind. Yeah. It just <laughs> yeah, at, makes oh, us appreciate all of our patrons. They're currently at eleven thousand eight hundred ninety. So wow. And I, I was wrong on the tiers. It's twenty-five for the pr- top ten, and then five. So. Huh. It's yeah, they're crazy. They're doing okay. Yeah. It makes me super happy because I'm getting my podcast back, kind of. But also, I liked the dynamic between um, uh, Jeff and everybody else in the Beast Cast, and yeah. Jeff's now in the Bombcast. And it like I've been listening to those new episodes of Bombcast, and I enjoy them. But it's like they haven't quite figured out how to like how Bacalar fits into those conversations yet. So like it, I don't know. I am excited that they announced that on Bombcast at Reichert for better or worse is going to be contributing again. So, you know, I'll get to hear some great stories about how electricity doesn't just run through your entire house <laughs> and the poking a hole in any wall won't kill you. So that's good. But yeah. Next lander. It's a good thing. I, I So I've listened to the first like couple episodes, but have they been doing a lot more on Twitch or is it mostly just, I suppose right now they're just scrambling to do E3 coverage. Yeah. So they, it's kind of funny because they're doing a paired E3 coverage with waypoint, which is, I saw some of that Austin and Patrick who are also ex giant bomb, bomb cast. Yeah. <laughs> so, Interesting whole, old gang back together there, I guess. But uh... <sighs> yeah, seeing this launch in the way that it did just makes me think there must've been, you know, they kind of, it seemed amicable, but there must've been some degree of falling out, right? To like, 
Or maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I you know, you wonder if they looked at like, you know, because I think Abby and Dan, they quit and then started doing streaming <laughs> and probably did okay. I've been doing, I know Dan's been doing crazy yeah. shit, right? Dan pisses me off though because he turns his comments off on everything oh, on YouTube. Sure. It annoys me. I just want to read the comment section. <laughs> yeah. But they probably looked at that and said, you know, if there was something that a giant bomb they didn't like, you know, they were like, well, we could yeah. probably do okay on our own. And it seems like they were right. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And maybe they just really wanted more freedom, you know, maybe with where Bombcast is at now, it just wasn't. Yeah. Throw shit at a wall and see what sticks anymore. And I think, you know, Vinny has always talked about how like that's the kind of crap he liked. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, good for them. Congrats on the launch. It, it's hilarious because that you sent me the link that that launched, and then like two days later, I got my uh, notice from like the Giant Bomb Emporium because like I ordered a Beast Cash shirt before they were gone. Oh, I was like, yeah. I'm gonna get a beat. I'm gonna commemorate the loss of like my favorite podcast, and then it's like so it's it's arriving like the week after this whole <laughs> thing funny, launched. Yeah. But yeah, pretty cool. Pretty crazy and cool. Yeah. Well, it's more stuff, you know, that's cool. Yeah. We'll get another podcast back in. Then I can, then I can push the CU podcast back out because that has weaseled its way back into my rotation oh, no. after, after losing the beast cast. <clears throat> it's still a pretty decent podcast, but I can see how, you know, a lot of people are irritated by them and probably by us by that standard. Mm-hmm. So, or me, you guys want to talk about intermittent fasting? Yeah. No. No. It's, oh, yeah. It's a CU podcast joke, but yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I I haven't been gaming, obviously, with the vacation thing, but I did want to talk a little bit about how. Um. So we shot down to Omaha last week. We had a lake cabin. Spent the whole week just swimming. It was great. Um. And fishing. So we went down to Omaha this week on Monday. We just shot down to go to the zoo because everyone talks about how great that zoo is, right? Like best zoo ever. Got to go to the zoo. It it is a great zoo. It's it's amazing. Uh, I I've always like you know you live in the Fargo area like we do, and you you've obviously experienced Minneapolis too. I commuted every day uh, in Minneapolis for quite a while, and I've always held that Fargo drivers are some of the worst drivers possible. We are amazing. Fargo has the greatest drivers. Omaha, you are the stupidest people. I like I I was there for two days. I'm sorry. Like as far as driving goes as a city, you fail completely the metro area. Uh, so in two days of driving down there on like whatever I-80 or Highway 80, I would say at least and I'm not exaggerating at least a dozen times in the 65 mile an hour that that is. And it's going 70, right? I would say a minimum of 12 times I was passed by a car doing at least 100 and then just doing like the like fast and furious, like in between lanes, never saw a cop, never saw a cop in Omaha at all. They don't exist. Nope. Uh, <laughs> they don't exist. Down there, there was a wreck. There was a wreck. Uh, a, a car uh, got smashed and like it was in on the median on the inside of the highway. I saw this at three o'clock. I drove back past on that same stretch of highway at nine at night. That wreck was still there. No cones, <laughs> no nothing. And then Jill's like, yeah, what the heck? Like, they have signs up that just say it, 
move Rex to the side of the road. Like they know they're effed. Like, yeah, we acknowledge that we can do jack about this. Everyone's going to crash. Do us a favor and get that crap off to the side of the road. Uh, so you, you combine that ridiculousness with the fact that there are potholes the size of like Denver every 10 feet on all your major roads. Uh, I'm, I'm giving Omaha the gold star and just like, you are officially the worst city to you get. You guys suck. Get don't they rent scooters there. Everyone do that instead because you're all just maniacs. And, uh, I saw a million billboards warning me that 135 people had already died in that state in car accidents. <laughs> I'm guessing all in Omaha. So Pretty much. Yeah. So you guys suck. You guys are crazy. There was one in out. Western Nebraska that got hit by a cow. But other than that, it's all Omaha. It was it was terrifying. I literally went to merge lane. I mean, it's like six lanes in that section of road, too. I went to merge lane, looked at my rearview mirror, looked at my side mirror, turned around and looked, and then merged over. And a car was like right there already. And it was like one of the guys going like a hundred. Like, there's no avoiding it. You can't anticipate it. I, I have never seen anything like it in my life, so I don't know. Hmm. Sounds like Warren Buffett needs to pay his taxes. It's bad. Get some infrastructure there. They need to do something because it's it's crazy drivers. Everything smells like cow shit, and uh, there's everything's like rusting and falling apart. And here's another thing too: you drive through <laughs> Omaha. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> you are really. I was a pissed at like what a rundown to lab. Like it's not like probably Detroit levels of bad, but like let's just say like in general in our area places we normally go montana north dakota minnesota south dakota you know you generally like go places and like highway signs make sense and then in general at least on your interstates for the uninitiated and be to help your own local commerce you have signs of like hey there's a gas station at this exit want to go to like cracker barrel that's this exit too Omaha they're like nah F it like it's just a it's just an exit number like why would you need to know what facilities are available anywhere in the metro area you're not from here well look at your phone and drive 100 miles an hour I guess because that's what everyone else is doing like get your crap together like Jesus Nebraska you got problems Oscar's doing though I don't know I don't know yeah and it was really weird like we say so we say it in council bluffs too and like Granted, it's the end of the, we're coming out of a pandemic and it's like hard times, but we were like on a casino adjacent area. There was another casino, like a big, like uh Metro complex. It, it was obviously for sports, but it was just like the city planning was like, well, this is an industrial area off of like some really gross stuff down by the river, but let's pour millions of dollars into it, build up all this. Different. And it was just like, Ruby Tuesday, out of business. Strip I know mall, exactly where unoccup- you are in my head right yeah, now. Yeah, and I'm just like, I'm like, I've been there so many times. And I'm just looking at it, and then like, I'm like, what the hell? There's not a house anywhere around here. No wonder why all these businesses are going under. And then it was like, oh, and then if you drive 10 more miles out of the way, even further from civilization, here's another strip mall and a Target and like a bunch of vacant stuff. And it's, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. People, it, it, when I go to these places, the more I've traveled the U.S. and I've done a lot of it with you two, uh, I just, everyone craps on North Dakota and stuff. And I'm just like, man, like the rest of the quote unquote Midwest, like you guys, I hate to tell you, you're not that great. Like come up here. Like it's, it's actually pretty good. Like even our shitty towns. Don't stay down there. They're going to bring the crap <laughs> yeah, up here. Even our shitty towns are pretty damn nice. I don't know. 
Sorry. I think, I mean, sorry if we have listeners from that area, but Fargo's pretty nice because, I mean, most of it's been built in the last 30 years, right? There's that. (laughs) But we also maintain everything too, for the most part. Well, I, so so I guess it's a double edged sword, right? You cross the river into Moorhead and it's just like, they're not Denver size level potholes. Yeah, it's, you're right. It is the Omaha of Minnesota. Well, no, that's that's East Grand Forks technically. Oh yeah, East Grand Forks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was just like Wouldn't the that overall be the council bluffs. <laughs> the council bluffs <laughs> of, of Minnesota. Yeah, it's just like for so. I mean, and there are a lot of really great pockets in that metro area too. But there's just so much like old industry and just like I don't know. Like I don't know how you recover some of that. Like it just gets so bad at some point that it, it doesn't seem like the city planning's there. And I don't know. That zoo is killer though. Totally worth the drive. And yeah. I mean, as long mm-hmm. as you watch the damn road and like hopefully get there in one piece. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we spent, so, so the zoo story. So I bought the tickets uh, ahead of time so we could get in right away. Just like walk through the gate, no wait in the line. We got the right to open, but the day we show up, it's projected to be a high of 94. So like I look <laughs> at the map and like we get in at nine and I'm like, we're going everything outdoors. Like they got all this indoor shit. Like it's right here at the beginning. Like we're doing the loop. So it actually worked out well. We got through the entire exterior areas of the zoo by 11, like 15 ish made it all the way back to like where all the indoor exhibits are rushed to go eat at like 1130 in the cafeteria in like the tropical, whatever rooftop, I don't treetop, whatever. I'm like air conditioned I need air conditioned. We're going to eat in here. We're going to watch the monkeys scratch their butts. Will we do it? It was fun. And then <laughs> it worked out pretty good. Cause then by that time it was like, all right, we'll go do like the chairlift thing. Then we'll go to the butterfly thing. Then we got the um, aquarium. Like, let's just stand and watch the penguins for like 45 minutes. Cause it's gloriously cold in here. <laughs> uh, and then we did, you know, the, the desert thing. So it, it actually worked out about as good as it could on a day like that. Um, that desert biome thing like might've been like the, the desert part itself, not that great, but like that like subterranean layer where there's a bayou down there and alligators, the size of like yep. Volkswagens. And then I got stuck by these like dipshits who were like, look, a beaver. I'm like, walk outside five minutes in any direction. You can slap a beaver. What are we doing here? There's an alligator right there. Freak out about that. Uh, that was really cool. The bats. I mean, I don't know. I, the bad thing was neat. I don't need to see like 80 kinds of bats, but. Yeah. Pretty amazing. You think about what you pay to get into that too. Like it was like 35 bucks for an adult and you literally have like a full water park in there pretty much an amusement park for the kids included. You get an aquarium, you go to, and you get the zoo, you know, I just think of like the mall of America where it's almost $40 for an adult and it wasn't half as good for a mediocre. Yeah. It's not half as good experience. Yeah. 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 It was really great. It was really, really great. So I don't completely hate Omaha. Just fear, just, just fear for my life and move it to Fargo. Yeah. Ugh. After going to that zoo, it just made me want a new car zoo even more. I don't, I don't know why they, <laughs> for even... those listeners that have never been to Fargo, I think we need to paint the picture of the zoo. Yeah. Cause people are like, Oh, it's a zoo. Mm-mm. It's right on the interstate. Uh-huh. Pretty much right by an underpass. Yep. And it's and then most human beings have a yard the size of this zoo. Yeah. And order of a uh, city block. No joke. Yeah. Yeah. You can go and enjoy cows, maybe a horse, maybe a cow. 
There's chickens. There's some chickens. Money. Yep. Jeez. That is our zoo uh-huh. in our metro area. Yeah. Well, you can also to drive to better. a town that's a quarter of the size <laughs> yes. that has a zoo that is actually presentable. Yeah, that's true. Fargo sucks in this this aspect. Literally, the Fargo Zoo, if you drove 20 minutes in any direction outside of town, you could probably see all those same animals. Because, <laughs> like, even the cool stuff, it's like, the bald eagles. It's like, yeah, but, like, those things really bounced back. Like, I see bald eagles flying all over town all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to see the injured ones at the zoo. And then, like, <laughs> broken bald eagles. The only thing that I oh. legit think is cool there is, like, the wolves. Like, yeah, it's cool. Like, it's yeah. it's neat to see wolves. Like, but we live in an area again where like you can go see coyotes and everything like hell. We've got freaking cougars that are running around in the Fargo Moorhead area. So yeah, just a day sitting in a secluded area of town. You could probably check everything off the list. Those I'd rather yeah. see in a zoo. Than- well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Except for that camel like that thing. The best- There's one camel that's hasn't died it's been there forever i always make that his humps are leaning to the left now and after watching zootopia too i always make that same joke every time we go through there what do you call three humped camel pregnant (laughs) (laughs) i think my best part i think the best part about that omaha zoo was uh we were going through that butterfly thing and like they're doing like groups because i got the doors and stuff there's a lady in the walkie-talkie like monitoring the entrance she's like cockroach out in the insect exhibit cockroach on the loose i'm like Wow. All right. Like, is this a really high profile thing that you have like a hissing cockroach like somewhere in a zoo? I think you're going to be fine. <laughs> Maybe put down the walkie talkie. Did you tell your kids to go into the butterfly room and just do like high clap hands <laughs> as hard as they can? Well, they gave us the whole rundown. They're like, watch your feet, touch nothing. Don't even look at them. <laughs> kids are like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smashing them. Well, we followed a group. Oh, I'm not even going to explain that because that's gonna, not going to come out good. But yeah. It's amazing that they all survived. <laughs> so Omaha, there you go. I did go to that pop culture exchange that we love. Um, that store is still endlessly cool. Tons of good figures still. Prices had gone up, understandably. Some of the weird stuff was still cheap, though. Um, like the Jaguar stuff they had, which was one game and a controller, were still like on point. The controller was 25 bucks. Um, the really anything beyond Nintendo, Super Nintendo and the more recent disc based systems that was gone. You know, none of that 3DO stuff, none of the virtual boy, very little game gear. And the only uncommon stuff they had was for the Super Nintendo. And it was just one or two games. And it was like Chrono Trigger, which was loose cart. I think they wanted like 280 bucks for it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one other one that was like an $80 game, but yeah, it was kind of sad to see because there was they, the last time we went through. I mean, this is several years ago now. They had a ton of rare, or maybe not rare is not the right word, but uncommon console games, and they were all reasonably priced. And now it was just, I didn't even buy anything yeah. I wanted to, but yeah, I think the last time we what we walked out, you had some Jaguar games. I had 3DO and a AES game, <laughs> like mm-hmm. stuff you don't. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't get a decent price at like a retail shop. That's for sure. But the amount of turtle figures and stuff they had was great. They had vinyl, more vinyl now too. I really wanted, they had uh, 
I don't even know who pre- pressed it. I hadn't seen it before. It was like a uh, collector's edition vinyl for Evil Dead 2. And I, really? like, I, I would have bought it any other day, but I'm like, I can't put, the, like, it will be melted by the time I get mm-hmm. anywhere with this. So that was cool to see. Yeah. And I didn't get anywhere else. I drove past a half price book and it was that one of those gamers. Uh, remember those? Those are still around? Yeah. One of them moved wow. into the strip mall next to one of the half price books just down the street from that creepy, like yellow car wash man guy. Um, <laughs> so they were conveniently close to each other, but we didn't go to either. We did. We did go to Dave and Buster's though. That was all right. A lot of cards there. They had some really good games. They had Mario and Sonic at the Olympics, Mario Kart DX, Minecraft Dungeons has an arcade machine, which is huh. actually kind of cool. Cause like when you scan it, you get a power up card. So like trading cards, they'll give you different abilities. Like the more you play it, like you can just like, upgrade yourself or the, your, your person next to you. Cause it's got like a code on it. Um, yeah, a lot of cool stuff. It just, I don't know. It, it was mostly just for the kids, right? They, they had a good time. Mm-hmm. Spent like a hundred dollars on game cards. And I think they walked out with like two stuffed animals that I'm sure cost five cents. Yeah. And I That's see cool. Sioux Falls is getting one on Dave and Buster's now. I saw it on the way back. Ooh. Very small, but Did you know in Wisconsin, they have pizza ranches that have like full arcades in them now? Ooh. Where are these? So they're, I, I in the Dells? There was, yeah, there was one around there, but I think there's like a few other ones in Wisconsin that I saw that. Yeah, they're trying to do the Dave and Buster's thing with pizza, I suppose. Makes sense because Chuck E. Cheese has got to be. I mean, they're not opening new ones of those, right? Like that's got to be in the decline. If they're even in a holding pattern, I'd be surprised. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a good idea. I really want a Dave and Buster's here. I think it could work. I'm kind of surprised we don't have one, but yeah, considering you have a Top Golf now. Well, almost a Top Golf, yeah. Yeah. They're really taking their sweet ass time on that. Like I feel like not much has happened in the past couple months. That Top Golf annoys me though cuz I really want a Target to put a new Target there so I don't have to deal with the one that's just in the worst spot in Fargo to get to if you actually live here but instead Target's like no we're gonna pour six million into the one that's a nightmare so now that that's that's got walls knocked out of it oh they're redoing that one yes again Uh, they're they're expanding it again it's just like no build one on the other end of town where everyone is moving to because I don't want to go to that like I'll drive to the one over in Moorhead just so I don't have to deal with people Mm -hmm. you mean council bluffs Minnesota. <laughs> what, is, what does that make Dilworth then? What? Oh man! What's the shit stain of Nebraska? Somebody let us know. Sioux City. No, that's yeah. Iowa. <laughs> Sioux City is a good comparison, though. Yeah, I, I was telling my wife, I was like, "Oh man, like I should take you over this hill, like just so you can see <laughs> what's over there. It's so bad. Just the decroted bodies <laughs> laying around. <laughs> was, oh, that place is awful. I was telling her all about, like, yeah, that game store. Like, it's right. It's attached to the strip club. She's like, this is where you're taking us. I was like, oh hell no, I'm not taking you guys there. <laughs> no, we're gonna keep on driving. We are. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that place. <laughs> Great store. Terrible part of town. Just strange. Very strange. Yeah. So are we on, we're going to all do like we a... crapped on every city and every state <laughs> in the United States. 
You know what? We live in a awesome. We live in a state that everyone pokes fun at, so we yeah. get to lash out now and again. Yeah, Andy's sitting there all smug. He's like, ah, "I'm in Minnesota, you freaking bastards." Uh, yeah, you're in like the one Midwest state that everyone respects for some reason. Because you got lakes. Yeah, I, don't, I don't. I don't know why. I don't know. Probably because of because like, your sports teams you, are so good. Uh, well, in the Mayo Clinic, like if you have a, <laughs> if you're gonna die, that's you, true. Yeah. You <laughs> This is where you want to go. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fair. Even the people in Fargo are like, "Oh, he went to Mayo. Oh, he's gonna be, he's gonna be okay, or gonna die in a good place." Yeah, going to Mayo. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's like anytime you hear the word Rochester out of anybody's mouth around here, you just assume someone's like on their deathbed. <laughs> like, oh, Rochester. Oh, ooh, tough week for Bob. <laughs> So we're gonna have to do like a weekend rental top golf then, right? Like we all know how to swing a golf club, a driver. I don't understand that place. I drive by and I'm like, you just gotta put the nets up. Put the nets up. Right. That's all you have yeah. to do. Yeah. Just put the nets up. I'll go help you. Put and for me, up. you don't need to put the nets up. It's fine. Right. <laughs> if I hit it, you'll be lucky. I'm not gonna use them anyways. I'm going over them. <laughs> so does that like I assume they operate even in the winter, right? Like they must heat those yeah. rooms so you can smack that thing and do they heat the ground then? So, because they got to get the balls back out somehow. They're not like taking a snowblower and scooping up balls. <laughs> well, this is bad out of context. Oh, so. so much out of context. Yeah. Gonna smack it around, you know, <laughs> balls. Slap them balls. Use the net. <laughs> gotta catch them. Use the net. Won't need a net for me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like fun. And I'm not a golfer. Although, I will say it is an enormous eyesore. But I'd be pissed if I lived anywhere around there. But Yeah. Yeah. I can see it from my house. Yeah. Yeah. Between that and the Tower of Doom, I'm not sure which one's worse. <laughs> Tower of Doom is a little more depressing, I guess. Which for an, for anyone who's not familiar, which is pretty much everyone, it's the Sanford Clinic. Uh, the, it looks like uh, it looks like something it's out a of castle. Yeah. It's like gargoyles should be perched up on that thing. I don't mm-hmm. know. I know there are. It's, it's, a, it's a choice. I don't know that I would have gone with that, but Sanford seems to really like Gothic architecture. It's their thing. Yep. Bricks. Gotta love them. <laughs> Bricks. <laughs> Ooh. What else has been happening? We got anything else? Trying yeah, to think. Well, we're all caught up on the, the I guess I we're all caught up on the fast movies, uh, which I in continuously call need for speed and my wife corrects me every time i'm like well really they kind of stole that name right need for speed fast and furious it's all the same so yeah eight is very ridiculous seven is ridiculous eight is i mean did you go in with the anticipation that it wouldn't well i mean it takes a big leap like people remotely controlling Russian nuclear subs. Yeah, space is coming up, I've heard. And then, like, it it really goes off the rails, like, hard. And I... How do you even take it serious as an actor? Where you're like... I don't think they do. And, like, definitely, 7 was pretty bad for it, too. But 8 is definitely... uh, They've just adopted... um, It's just commonplace that the physics work that you can jump out of a car, no matter the speed or rotational force or land on a car, no matter how far you've fallen Mm -hmm. or the force. And it's like a pillow. Uh, So 
It's not. I mean, if I'd have known that, I'd have been jumping out of cars my whole life because you can just like bloop, bloop, roll, walk away. It's bloop, bloop. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, there's the, the, in eight. There's an there's a scene where Dom is like the car. The car is like cartwheeling uncontrollably, flipping at least eight times. Like mid flip, he's just like pop out the door and like rolls five feet and stand up and like brushes him. So car explodes, everything blows up. And then, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, they accept the fact that in these, in that franchise now, a car is just a fleshy extension of your body somehow. And that's how it works. So at the end, was there a, a picture of Paul Walker? No, but Dom's I figured there'd be Dom's something. baby that he had with his ex who was also in the previous movie and not pregnant that they didn't mention at all, which is really stupid. Uh, yeah. They named the baby Brian after Brian. It was Paul Walker's character who's still alive, mm-hmm. which he's still alive and in the movies yeah. would have, would have been there normally. Yeah, right. Yeah. But he just wasn't hanging. Yeah. They, they're retired. So apparently in that universe, even though it's all about family, it just means you never talk to your family. Again. Yeah. Even uh, it's your would, sisters, your brother-in-law. That's <laughs> how family works. I'm your uncle. You don't know me. We never met. Uh, I don't know. I've been reading stuff on the ninth one. And it sounds like it's just laughably ridiculous to the point where well, I, it's I so bad. It. It's good. So we've been just picking random movies that we've heard of, but never seen on HBO. Okay. And uh, the other night we watched Point Break. I don't know if you've oh, seen yeah. any of that. Keanu, that, right? Yeah, that movie is just the first Fast and the Furious. It's the exact same movie, <laughs> except is, instead of race cars, it's surfing. Isn't there a scene in there though where like somebody eats cornflakes with a beer? Like uh, the breakfast man, table. I may, maybe I missed that part. Okay, but. I swear that was in Point Break. Maybe it wasn't. But yeah, I. It changes. It changed my thought on the first Fast and Furious a lot because they just took Point Break and swapped out surfing with r- racing cars. I could see that. Yeah, because what's the thing behind Point Break? It's a jewel heist, right? Uh they're they bank robbers. Bang, okay, they are. Yeah, the the surfers are. He like infiltrates a group of surfers nice. as a like undercover cop to, Is it- you know. Patrick Swayze or Kurt Russell? I can't even remember anymore. Yeah. You know, I said the same thing. I always get those confused, but it's Swayze. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Plus like Keanu and Paul Walker have the same type of acting skills. None. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. And the same like line delivery. It's kind of strange, but. (laughs) Yeah. That's a gem. I think I've only seen that. I've never seen it not on like syndication. I've always watched it like on cable. I remember watching it as a kid a couple times, mm-hmm. like TBS and all that crap when they would play it in the summers. Yeah. I'm surprised I've never, never caught it at some point, but so have you watched the, uh, friends reunion then since that's on HBO? No. Oh no. My daughter really See, wants to watch that. I, I'm just not, it was never into friends. I was kind of, for a long time, I was very anti friends. Hmm. Until I was with a girl that was very much into Friends, and I was like, "Okay, some of it's good, but Friends is very polarizing. Okay, I like either it. it's I like, like it the greatest, yeah. Friends is either it's the greatest show of all time, or you hate it. Like, there's no in between. Yeah, it was kind of one of those things, though, that it's either you're watching Friends or Gilmore Girls. So it, Friends Gilmore became Girls. very good. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't even describe how much I hate Gilmore Girls. That show is so bad. Jill loves it too. I bought her the complete series 
many, many years ago before we had kids. And I regret that because she played it constantly. Yeah, it's not good. No. No, not good at all. Every girl that I ever met, they, they are there. I was like, I'm going to be a mom like that, too. And it's like, no, that she's not a good mom. That's not. Don't be a friend to you. <clears throat> Plus, nobody can have conversations like that with their daughters because they're illogical and don't, don't make any sense. Yep. And nobody should talk that fast normally. It just doesn't work. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Plus, look what happened there. I mean, she got knocked up anyway, just like her mom. So, yeah. Why would you believe her anything she says then? Right. And then she got uh, captured in uh, Gilead and got her click cut off. So, I mean, it was a oh, rough man. road. It wasn't, <laughs> wasn't good. <laughs> Hand, Handmaid's Tale joke there, everybody. Oh. Yeah. Oh, was she in that? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. She's not aged real well. I don't know if it's just mm. the no makeup thing or the loss of weight, but mm. she looks a lot older, which, I mean, she is. So, I guess it makes sense. So hopefully I didn't spoil that for anybody. There's a good podcast in there that we can just a bunch of guys watching Gilmore Girls and then putting our thoughts on a Okay, I'm kind of I'm kind of behind this idea now. (laughs) Oh no. Can can we start rotating that in? What did you just do? Can we do that like every fourth episode? To give her like retrospective. Yeah, we'll just get like episode episode to episode of Gilmore Girls, every fourth episode. Doesn't have to be. Oh it doesn't have to gosh. be the whole episode. Maybe like fifteen minutes, just ripping it apart. We can do fifteen minutes. I mean, I, that's about all I can give it because my oh, blood yeah, pressure that's... will go. I like this. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I have a bad feeling this is going to happen. Yeah, we need to at least do the first episode. I think. <sighs> oh, <laughs> I like it. I like it too much not to try it. We'll have to get back to a Byron and Burn. We're gonna have to figure that out after this episode, but I think we're gonna have to do that next episode. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. What are we gonna call the segment for Gilmore Girls, though? Hmm. Well, I'm sure Gilmore Guys is already taken, right? Oh, probably. That's probably a podcast already. I don't know if I want to look it up. <laughs> it's probably some like porno that they they made. Yeah, Gilmore Guys is a thing. It's a television series, actually. What? what? Oh, it's an audio podcast. And they watch every episode. Oh, Let's get them on the show. Episode Let's get them on the show. 237. Oh, man. They already they, they got it. Let's get them on the show. I mean, uh, that, we'll that, that people sucks. Reach out to them. Like, why do all that good ideas have to be taken? Yeah, we'll have the producer reach out and see if we can't make this connection. Yeah, definitely. I mean, our Patreon's good, so we can make it happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should make the end of this episode happen. Anybody got anything else? Are we wrapping it? Oh, we're wrapping it. All right. Nice. Well, friends, thanks for tuning in. Sorry that we crapped all over your state and cities. I'm not in this episode. Nope. Perfectly no. good with it. You're you're still a man of man of your word. Gonna hang on to that one. Yep. Well, why don't you send us an email? You can tell 
Tell us other cities that you hate. We would love to hear it and read them on the podcast. Uh, so send those two weekend rental podcasts at gmail.com. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms, Twitter, not Instagram, YouTube, all of those things. And then you can find all things weekend rental at weekendpodcast.com. As always, friends, be kind and rewind. Gilmore guys. Is Felicity and Gilmore Girls? Is that a thing? There might have been a crossover. Probably. Sam from Supernatural is. Yeah. Felicity. Bananas. Felicity Bananas. I still kind of want to do the Gilmore Girls thing. (laughs)